This is exactly right. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is present enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. Thank God we're in the backyard. We're not on a computer or anywhere on the internet. We're just in the backyard. What's happening in my life? I, I have the looming threat of jury duty this week. We're calling, we're checking in, seeing if I have to go tomorrow. Annalise isn't even aware of this, and we have another recording this week, so we'll just have to deal with that after the podcast. And the dishwasher's broken. These are the things in my life. So we're just going to pray for me. Keep me in your thoughts. Let's get into the podcast. Today's guest is just terrific. He's so funny. It's Brian Husky. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. Bridger, thank you for having me. And I just want to suddenly take command of the podcast. <laughs> Please. I'm going to go in, go in the house. Okay, so jury duty. I had that last week. You were you? I was calling every day. Uh huh. Four days of just glorious rejection. Right. Fantastic. Right. <laughs> Always feeling great. Fifth day, I had to take my daughter to the doctor because mm. she had a thing. Fifth day was the day I was supposed to go in, <sighs> and no. so I called up. And they're like, "Oh, we'll just reschedule you." So now I'm back in the system. Oh no! So you almost dodged the whole thing. And I then almost, like, I almost crossed the line. I almost got out, and then, then. And I have been called up for jury duty more than anyone I know. And I've been in Los Angeles for uh, 17 years, and I think I've been called up like 11 times. Oh, my God. That's almost yearly. Because I respond. <laughs> no one else, everyone is like, I just ignore it. What are you doing? I'm like, but they might find me. Right. What, what, I would like to get to the bottom of what happens when you ignore it, because the threat of getting in trouble for me is huge. Apparently, uh, for eight out of 10 people, nothing happens. <laughs> but if you're a 
paranoid Virgo type like me is like, well, it will happen to me. Of course. I so, mean, I imagine there's some sort of fine or something, but they say there's a fine. They say there's possible jail activity, but I mean, <laughs> I, think it, in jail? I don't know. I think you either have to have like an insane, like just you, all your parking tickets are through the roof right. or you have murdered and they're right, like, oh there's yeah. already a warrant out for your arrest. Yeah. It's like, I don't need anybody paying more attention to yes, me. Totally. This is the first time in LA that I've been uh, called up for it. Oh really? Uh, How I long have you been here? Well, I've been here for 13 years, but the, the first five years I was afraid of going to the DMV. Oh, okay. Because of, I was afraid of another getting in trouble, which is you're supposed to get a new driver's license within two weeks when you move to LA. Yeah, my girlfriend has been here for 20 plus years and still has her South Carolina driver's license. Right. <laughs> and after like the two weeks I didn't get it, I was sweating for years, just yeah. worrying. I would drive back to Utah to get my license renewed. It was right. not a tenable situation. Uh, so those years I kind of was able to avoid jury duty because no one knew where I lived. Yes. I was kind of on the run. Yeah. Uh, and then I moved to New York for a year, moved back here, got called to jury duty in Brooklyn, but I had already fled. Yeah. I still get Brooklyn summons oh, too. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's someone years. there that's like, where is this guy? I know. I mean, he's very reliable in Los Angeles. Let's get him <laughs> back to New York as soon as we can. Um, have you ever actually been on a jury duty? I've got or a, a jury. So, no, I've been very close. There, it seemed to happen very frequently. Not frequently, like pretty much like that rule of thumb, that Murphy's law of like, it, it's pilot season uh -huh. or I'm testing for something, and jury duty is happening. Right. So there's one time that I was like, I'm supposed to go in and find out if I'm going to get a job that will let me survive for uh -huh. however many years, or I can do this like little podunk <laughs> thing. So I talked my way out of it, but I could tell he was just like another fucking actor. <laughs> they must just be dealing with that constantly. Constantly. <laughs> but then there's, there's so in the in this same jury selection, there was a woman who could not understand what was being said to her. And she would say, my English is bad. Uh -huh. And they're like, do you understand what I'm saying right now? And she would nod. You're like, then you know what's going on. Like they just oh boy, they'll not, take whoever and whatever they can understand. They did not care. They did not care. But the one I almost got on and I felt bad. I'm curious. I want to do it. I do want to do it. Right. I want to do it when I'm in a retired marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I want to do it. But the case I almost got on was a kid was the defense is saying that he was forced to be the drive getaway driver for a drive-by. Oh, that's exciting. I know. It would have been. That's a real the, crime. And, you know, I already made my decision looking at the kid. It's like, <laughs> oh, he's totally innocent. This guy, he seems so scared. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I have not gotten into wow. it yet. Yeah, I am curious. And with the writer's strike and everything being shut down right now, I'm like, I guess this is the time for me to head on to jury duty. It's your civic duty. It is my civic duty. It's I'm very judgmental. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm willing to take sides. Uh, so I feel like I'd be decent at it. <laughs> I think maybe you have a misunderstanding <laughs> of how the system works. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe if they've shifted it. I mean, it's, I, it is 2023. I make snap judgments. <laughs> They're like, great. I do, I'm a bad listener. <laughs> oh, he's, he'll get this case shut down fast. Let's get this guy in here. Uh, but my question about the calling in, and the listener loves the details of jury duty and yeah, this, this sort is, of thing, the logistics. <laughs> when I'm calling in and they're saying don't come in, is mm -hmm. that because there's no case for me to go to or... What's the, do you have any idea? I think it's, they have like, so they, they have a bunch of idiots like us who are dumb enough to call in <laughs> and they're like, okay, enough dummies have called in. We've got 
the people we need. Like, cause then you'd go in and you just sit and then maybe you don't even get called up. Okay. So then right. you just go in, you're exposed to COVID, you're bored, <laughs> you eat bad food. Um, and then maybe you get put on a case because okay. you might. So that might be part of your jury duty is that you go in and just sit in a, a fluorescent room kind for of a while. Seat filler. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I've got four more days of it, and I'm. And, up. and now nine out of ten of the cases are end up being for that show jury duty. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. They, <laughs> this is my only, plan to become a star. <laughs> that's the only one that worked out. They shot so much footage of these other cases. I'm like, well, this one cut together, all right. <laughs> my question about that show, and I've only seen a few of the episodes, yeah. but I want to know how they got the guy, because, you know, we're talking about you have to call in, you have yeah. all this official stuff. How did they deal with that part of the guy getting tricked into the show? I think they made a fake number. And, and just mailed him random. I think they just lied to him, like just completely <laughs> just shattered. The, I mean, my I watched it with my daughter who was really into it. And I was I had a bunch of opinions because I was asked to audition for a movie that was like a prank movie. OK. And so I was like, everyone except for the lead actor is in on the prank. Right. And did the audition. This is like one of my normal Ray moments where I was like, fuck you. But <laughs> I did the audition and they're like, that was great. And I was like, okay, I know that was great. And I know I could do great, but I will never do this project. And I will tell you, fuck you as an actor for doing this project. <laughs> and and I like walked out there, like, but, uh, but it was like, it is such a betrayal. It's a real, like, it's a I huge mean, betrayal. shattering someone's reality. So my daughter was watching the show. She's really into it. And then when they revealed it, it was like it all made sense to her all of a sudden. She's like, oh, my God, they've been gaslighting this guy this whole time. He made friends with these people. And now, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, that's that's what a prank show is. It is a just like teaching someone to never trust anyone again. It is a it is a further erosion of our mistrust of one, one another. I was wondering if they did some kind of profiling thing of him because he was like the most amenable like, right. you know like he just worked with everybody he was sympathetic empathetic and stuff because that could go in such a horrible direction oh yeah and the person you end up giving them however much money and then they immediately find some horrible thing online about them and then the show is yeah. ruined i mean the one i will say the one thing i liked about the show was that they made them a team as opposed to everybody kind of messing with him like he was just he was in the presence of people acting insane instead of right. acting insane at him. Yeah, he wasn't him. the idiot yeah. or the, the fool. Victim. Yeah, yeah. But still a fascinating. I don't know how I would be able to continue operating as a person after that happening. Well, to that's me. what he said. He said for about a month or so afterwards, he thought he was being followed. <laughs> oh, he thought no. he was being filmed all the time. Oh, no. And then he literally <laughs> got called up for jury duty. Oh, and he had to call, He had to say, like, is this. Is this, is, this, is this season two? Like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> to get tricked again. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so good. Oh, he gets before the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. Well, good luck to him and yeah. uh, whatever his... God bless him. God bless him for God doing bless that. Him. You know what? Hopefully he'll turn this into some kind of like career that will compete with us. <laughs> of being fooled constantly. Yes. <laughs> no, he'll be like, he'll be selling vitamins on Instagram or mm -hmm. something. There'll be some entertainment adjacent thing that he's doing he'll probably like be hired by some like uh fraud protection technology oh, that's company. a great idea like, you know go. what nobody likes getting fooled especially me <laughs> or the jury duty system brings him in as the happy face yeah he's like the little video they have to watch oh is there a video you have to watch yeah 
There's always Ooh, a video. That feels like an acting opportunity. Oh, yeah. That well, fits. I think they're still using the one from 1983. Yeah, so okay, right. That the, makes sense. It's got the warbly sort of like video lines of it digitized <laughs> now, but it's still Yeah, there. I haven't had to watch one of those videos in a long time. I, the last one I remember is when I worked at Albertsons. And oh, wow. It was very well produced. Was it an HR kind it of It was like? an HR, and it was kind of, in, I think, in the form of a talk show. <laughs> Great. <laughs> they had fun with it. That's uh, funny. But yeah, I haven't been in a position where I've had to watch one since. I think we do, like, when you write on a show, there's the mandatory sexual harassment or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like that often gets forgotten, which is probably a big problem with the entertainment industry in general. Yeah. I mean, I'm sexually harassing people constantly. I mean, it's just, funny. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the I'm just defense. going after anybody I can, you know, if I don't see a video, I'm on the loose. I mean, if you're, if you're like... On the list, especially like one through ten, you can just say that you were just picking, or or you were in character. Like that's the full defense. <laughs> I was simply in character. I was just in character. I'm a Jared Leto type. Yeah. Uh, well, what's been going on with you outside of not having to do jury duty? Oh man, well, not working because there's this this pick a strike, non stop strike, non stop strike. Um, what's been going on with me? I just came back from. Being in North Carolina, which is where I'm from. Oh, lovely. Where in North Carolina? Uh, originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. And then I was in Wilmington, uh, Wrightsville Beach, uh, visiting some friends. A friend of mine is about to move to Japan. Oh. Moved back to Japan for a year. Best wishes to them. Yeah. So I did that and I sort of dipped my toe back into not LA in a good way. Mm -hmm. And this was like Wrightsville Beach where we were. Sure, sure. So it's a lot of like, you know, kind of slightly dumpy men who were who once fit. They still have a good head of hair. It's now gray. They wear a polo, um, khaki shorts, duck head belt, docksiders, um, and no socks. Right. Like kind the, of the Murdoch family. Yeah. Just like the full uniform has not changed in centuries. <laughs> <laughs> My friend's married into some money so he's kind of benefited but he's he's very adjacent to that kind is of he like, part of a southern dynasty not really no it's like he just his wife's dad like invented some kind of like like he i don't know what he invented but he basically invented the equivalent of like you know that snap that goes on you know a jean jacket or whatever i made that <laughs> oh or it's just, like oh i i invented boxes and now everybody uses yeah, the boxes yeah, sort of thing yeah, or I zippers did, or yeah, whatever i made lids i came up with lids that was my idea <laughs> i'm the guy behind lids, lids. <laughs> people were sloshing around all over the place before yeah. this guy there's no top on anything before i came along <laughs> sharks yeah uh why am i not in, uh, related to an inventor I guess inventing can go in a lot of directions, though. A lot, there are some inventors who are just struggling. I, yeah, I always equate, if anyone who says they're an inventor, I just feel like they're sad. <laughs> like the, a, Sort of like a, a determined failure. <laughs> you had to, to label it. yourself an inventor. It's like, yeah. well, show, you, you better show me one thing that unless, you've invented. I mean, yeah, unless you just have this sort of like Edison list. <laughs> right, know, exactly. Just like, wow, you did all that stuff? Otherwise, you're just failed product after failed product. I can't remember what it was, but my friends and I one time thought that we had stumbled on something great. What was it? I really can't remember. It was back in like college, so it was probably like drug fueled. Right. Like, you know, but one of them like went so far as to sort of try to register it and see if he could get it and stuff. Wow. And it just fell apart. Okay. 
Who knows where you'd be if you had been able to invent I it? I know. It must, it must have not have been great because I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't lids. I remember that. I feel like to, be, taken. to become an inventor, if you just decide you're going to be an inventor without an idea, that's a bad path to go down. Yeah. I feel like you have to just like recognize a problem and say, I'm going to invent that. Then that's the, the spark of the inventing the career. The other sort of version of that is my uh, sister's first husband's brother was wanted to was like obsessed with board games and wanted to design board games. A lot of money in board games. A lot of money in board games, but a lot of failure. <laughs> a lot of like R and D and failure. Right. He right. just, I mean, he and he did it for ten years. He'd go to conventions. He would pitch them. I mean, it's like it's like a TV series. Oh. I was like, and it, and the longer I knew him, and the deeper I got into my career, I was like, you know what, you're you're very similar to what I have to go through. Like <laughs> literally have to like pitch it, show how appealing it is. Right. So the, like the mass appeal of it and stuff. And do you have to like create like a prototype board game? I assume. Yeah. Yeah. It seems stressful. I know. What sort of games was he creating? Do you have any idea? They all seem to be sort of like strategy and war. Adjacent. That's what all of the big ones. Are. I know. And that's where I like, I feel like the big ones would just be like, you know, turtle hump or whatever i don't know it's just <laughs> i find, love that game. yeah find the find the penny you know something <laughs> just like super simple that everybody can do it or or the other version is one that's that there's no board but it's just cards and ego driven right like, where everybody gets their feelings hurt yeah trivia based or like pictionary or you know <laughs> yes secret share <laughs> do you have a favorite board game ah uh, here comes grandpa Scrabble. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. I love Scrabble. I love Scrabble. Scrabble was got to be poisonous during pandemic, though. Oh, my, yeah. my, hurt feelings wise? Yeah. My girlfriend and I recognized that we would both slip into just like such pubescent, like snarky, <laughs> like, man, fuck you for getting that word. And it, you know, and it was already like a struggle every day to sort of like stay afloat emotionally. Of course. So we're like, let's play Scrabble. Then one night she's like, no. We're not going to do it anymore. <laughs> well, it's a game where you really are trying to prove that you're smarter than everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's feeling a little dumb and insecure. Then we also got into Othello, which is... Oh, but that's is it also, based on the play? But that, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a role-playing thing. <laughs> We're spicing up our sex life. <laughs> but it was like, do you know Othello? No, I don't. It is it is black and white chips. Okay. So black on one side, white on the other. And what you do is, so I put down a white chip and then you would put down a black chip, and okay. then I can put a white chip on either side of your chip, okay. diagonally or horizontally or whatever, and then I flip it over. So it's about flipping over each other's chips. Oh, right. Almost like, uh, I don't know, it's, I actually have no point of comparison. Yeah, so. it's like that one, though. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but it gets to a point where it, somebody is just, they just start losing really badly. Right, where you just dominate them. Yeah, and then it, and then it's just a visual field of failure. It's just like, <laughs> oh my God, look at how bad I am. But for the, the winner, what a satisfying feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah, To just know the fuse has been lit and the other person doesn't stand a chance. There was a lot of ego propping up during the pandemic. <laughs> just a lot of like... I, I love the chips. I love any chip in a game. Yeah. Smooth, stones, whatever. It's yeah. always a satisfying thing to hold. What's the other? What's the, what's the stone one? Oh, where it's like a bag of pebbles almost yeah shiny and like a long look like it's like a two bar four this with and, the little scoops and yeah. i love that game i don't know what I it have is no, annalise do you have any idea what that is based on this, this baffling description i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right but moncala it could Moncala, easily be that. Moncala? yeah 
but it's like the little round stones that you get to hold in your hands yeah yeah, i love a a game piece i certainly love a game piece in the checkers a little bit too interesting which is great until it gets to the chase scene (laughs) where it's just like there's two kings and i would always be like no we're gonna do this till we're done she's like fuck you this is gonna go on forever Yeah, because you get to that final bit and it's just... It was just it was either just decimation or just like two people like chasing each other around the board. Did Checkers feel interesting enough for you as an adult? Kind of. It did. It felt interesting because, <laughs> because she wasn't good at it. <laughs> and so that, again, was propping up my ego a little bit. And then as she got better, it got interesting. Right. But then she identified as like, we always get to this point where it's just... <laughs> We're just running around and you don't want to give it up. Mm-hmm. And it's so boring. Is checkers, I mean, it looks like chess. Is it just chess for dumb people? Is that ultimately what we're calling checkers? It's, or are they very different games? They're kind of different games. I mean, it's like, I think it's it's two-move chess. Yeah, oh, that's right. It's right? like a minimal chess. Yeah, you can do, you can move one way for a while. And then if you dress one of them up like a king, <laughs> then you can move them any way you want. Right, right. Interesting. So, that's it. so, it's, so it's like, it's like rooks who become kings. Right. Oh, that's a nice title for yeah. something. Oh, man. Pitching a new one. It's like, this is checkers. <laughs> nope. It's called rooks who become kings. <laughs> it's a coming of age story. <laughs> you put on the crown when you win it. It's a dress up game. <laughs> Anyone can do it. Um, yeah, I haven't played checkers or chess. And I shouldn't say checkers is chess for dumb people because I don't know the rules to even checkers yeah. at this point. I, we were maybe going to get into chess and then it just seemed It's overwhelming. Yeah. Then you've got the, what was the TV series? Uh, oh, the... Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah. Did you get into that? I guess I did. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of shows that I like... Oh man, this is good. And then when I like when I finished, I was like, that wasn't that great. <laughs> There's a lot of shows like that. There are like I think a lot of shows that get wildly praised by the internet. Everyone's going crazy for it yeah. and get into this fever. Yeah, and then it's done. And you're like, oh, I was tricked. Yeah. We were all tricked. Yeah, yeah, this is stupid. I feel that way about Yellow Jackets right now. Oh, interesting. I'm watching it with my my daughter is 16 and she wants to be a writer. Right. So I'm very enthusiastic to just watch anything with her and right, kind of right. talk about it. But this one, I was like, eh, that's, I don't know. That's a big ask for me to just ignore this reality and say that's happening. Yeah, that kind of happened with me with that series, too. I finished the first season. I was like, I don't know that I need to keep going down this path. Yeah. I don't know that I'm ever going to be satisfied. Yeah. And I don't even know what I was feeling while watching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was watching 50 different TV shows and I wasn't quite satisfied with anything. Yeah. But I guess it was something. I watched all 10 episodes. I yeah. wanted to know what was going on. Yeah. I mean, they're, they'll make moves where I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But then it's kind of like, meh. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, 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 Brian's pointing out some noise. It's, it's the local elementary school. Okay. I was going to say it's either like a child riot or a <laughs> Well, school. those happen frequently in this neighborhood, too. My car got burned. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, there's a bunch of burning cars and like little toddlers <laughs> running away. It's like, it was a weird neighborhood. No, I, I'm actually very confused by this school's schedule. And maybe I, I've just been out of elementary too long. But we're yeah. deep June at this point. Yeah. And there are kids screaming over there. And then you'll be like mid-March silence yeah which maybe it's no it's not the weather it's always recess weather in los angeles it's it's testing 
uh, maybe like, the kids just missed school. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's very interesting. <laughs> but the, that noise bubbles up occasionally. We get garbage trucks coming through. Well, that's These are... just life. That's just part of life. <laughs> you got to assume there will be a garbage truck coming by at some yeah, point. Yeah, 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 of course. Especially outdoor. Uh, no birds today, surprisingly. Oh, man, the maybe. beginning of the eco-collapse. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Don't say that on this podcast. There are a lot of things on this podcast that have been said that have been later manifested in a horrifying way. Uh, yeah, okay, sorry. Then I will probably be very quiet for the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> this could spell the spell doom for all of us. Yeah. Let's get into another thing we need to talk sure. about. I was so excited to have you here today. I'm excited to be here. Today. I thought we're going to have a good time. Brian's mm-hmm. so funny. What could possibly go wrong? I don't know. So... You uh, show up. I, I walk out the gate and see you passing the house by a mile, first yeah, of all. Let's... I was going to bail. I'll be honest. I was like, there's no way he's going to walk out. I'm just going to leave my car and walk home. I'm so mad. <laughs> enough is enough. I'm walking home. I don't like it already. This is bullshit. Uh, I find you on the sidewalk, lost and confused. Yeah. Holding a large yellow bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your gift. Oh, it's my gift. I brought you a gift. Brian, Clearly, you saw the emails. The podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Oh. Oh, no. No, I, well, one, I can't read. So <laughs> I just, I can read numbers. So I, that's why I walked past. I was like, I think it's this number. I've gone to a bunch of streets with your number on it. I've been <laughs> driving been all morning trying to find you. <laughs> your car is out of gas. That's why you were walking away. <laughs> I was going try to find a, and I don't have a phone. Like I was trying to, had a quarter. Okay, so you've been through a lot this morning. Yeah. And this gift is for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I feel like you're here, the car is out of gas. Yeah. You're covered in sweat. Ugh, Should gross. I just open it here on the podcast? Sure. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. As I said before, let him hear it in a large yellow bag, which is a what I assume is like a tent bag. It's like one of these bags you see at a when you go camping. Yeah, is that a I mean, fair assumption? It's a it's a plastic bag with a nylon strap, bright yellow. Right. Um, it says what does it say? Le Petit it says Sports. Le Petit Sports. That's yeah. very cute. Le Petit Sports, and then it's got a French. bunch of metal parts in it. So I'm just gonna let you. All right. Let you figure it out. Listen to that clunking. I know. Speaking of noise, Annalisa, is that horrifying for you? Okay, I'm opening. And you did put a bow on it, which is very yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay, we're opening. We're unzipping. Now, oh, I'm actually very... <laughs> it's a lot of pipes. It's a yeah, lot of... It's a lot of rods and pipes rods. with little little uh, metal nubs and holes. There's so many rods. Yeah. <laughs> I like the... This is a new sound for the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's almost melodic. Yeah. And there's some more of those. <laughs> I've probably pulled out 10 to 12 rods so far. And we're yeah, still there's going. a lot of effing parts There's another parts rod, to a this. shorter rod. 
We're going to go one by one. You got another a, short rod. Mm-hmm. So we're up to maybe 12 at this point. <laughs> Let's see. We're pulling out another rod, which has got... Oh, this is a rod with a... That's a specialized rod. Yeah, this is a specialized rod with a nylon in it. Yep. Nylon cord. Mm-hmm. It's got a joint to it. We're mm-hmm. reaching... I think we may be rodless. No, there's one more. Yeah. This is the smallest rod of all. Mm-hmm. There we go. So we've pulled out... <laughs> a bunch of rods. Hopefully they'll Countless fall over rods. at some point and make that noise that we need. Um, is that all that's in the bag? It looks like there's something at the bottom. There here. might be something else. This bag is so long. <laughs> it's so long. There's a bunch of stuff at the bottom here. Is this... Was it if you're a hunting f- enthusiast, this this will be great for that. <laughs> Okay, there's a petite tennis brochure. Yeah. So what I've given you is the pipes that go to a portable uh, short-scale tennis net or badminton net. Oh, incredible. Um, There is no net. Yeah, there's... And there are um, so many pipes for it. Just could, the pipes for it. It feels I, like 50 nets. <laughs> just a bunch, it's just the pipes and the instructions, which are substandard. <laughs> I put this together once, and I vowed never to do it again. I was so mad. So mad about it. Um, um, well, let me put these down. Listener, uh, brace yourself. There may be a noise this here. This is a great... Car stereos just exploding all over the country. All the kids over there are like, oh, right. <laughs> I, I hear small tennis. Oh, God. Um, okay, so you bought this initially with a net and put it together. Yeah. What was the original intent for this? The original intent is I love badminton. I'm so glad to hear you say this. I love it. I'm And I, I've always been very obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And I got really into it when I was, I was living in New York. I went and went down south, stayed with a friend of mine because at the time I was a photographer, so I was working on a paper for the summer. Okay. And we just started playing badminton in his yard every day afterwards. And we got obsessed with it. Went back to New York, got some other friends. We would go out to a field and set up like a a, a shitty net and stuff. Right, right. So it was always... I never got to sort of do it like professionally. So I was like, I'm going to invest in like a net and Mm -hmm. like get my friends. We're going to make it a regular thing. And then I just, this is so frustrating. And you were able to successfully get it together at one point. One time, and it took me an hour and a half to build. And we <laughs> played for like 30 minutes because we ran out of time. Oh, no. So Wait, the, where were you? We were in um, Elysian Park. Okay. Yeah. And so you basically didn't get to play badminton. Not much. You were just stressed and yeah, sweaty. Yeah, and just frustrated. And then I knew I had to take it apart again. I would be so furious. I was so, and I did so much research. I did so much like vetting oh. and people were so descriptive. And then the other thing regarding the net, the net like was outside for a little bit within... I don't know, like two weeks of being outside, it just like brittle. It just was plastic, so it just like fell apart. So I didn't even, so the net didn't even last. from sugar or something. But anyone who's listening who lives in the Los Angeles area in sort of like the east side, the Glendale Y has a drop-in badminton. Oh, you're kidding. A dedicated badminton. Dedicated class, but you still have to pay a monthly fee. Oh, how much are they charging over there? I think it's like 75 bucks a month. That's a lot to be playing badminton. I know. That's uh, considerable. Have you been there? Yeah, I joined for two years. Okay. And are you good at badminton? I'm pretty good. Okay. I'm not, I've never been, I've successfully talked myself out of anything athletic my whole life. Right, right. My, my self-esteem has always been low in that department. <laughs> and then I found out, I was like, oh, I'm actually good at sports. I just never gave myself the chance. Right. And it is very satisfying. And badminton. 
let's the pronunciation of badminton is so baffling yeah i mean it's really a hard word to you want you're tempted to do the n and the t the badminton badminton yeah but badminton 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 that's like the, the southern version of badminton 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 the sport itself is so non-threatening it was the only yeah. one i was able to play in high school yeah yeah because yeah. i didn't have like a hard object flying at me yeah had this dainty little thing flying through the air. Have you played with a professional birdie, though? No. With the feathered birdie? What do they... I've never even seen one. Oh, God, Bridger, come on. <laughs> if they are beautiful, they're like... They have a substantial white nose to them. Okay. <clears throat> and then they literally have goose feathers. Oh, and this is why they're called a birdie. Yeah. And so... And they can do some damage. <laughs> if, what is the front thing made of? Is, it's like it's rubber. Wood? It's like oh, a little rubber, spongy, okay. it's like a spongy rubber thing. I hate hearing this because I feel so safe when I'm playing badminton. I mean, you're still safe. It's just the, you know, the 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 damage is like, ow, versus like, <laughs> oh, okay. But it's small enough to hit the eye and that yeah. concerns me. Yeah, yeah. With, you know, a basketball, a football. Well, well, that's, football well, that's why has got, a pointy, pointy tip. You got to nerd up. You got to wear goggles. Do you wear goggles? No, I have glasses on. <laughs> Do you put on like a uniform to play badminton or are you just in jeans and a shirt? Uh, shorts. Okay, sure. Shirt. Not jeans. Like okay. it's indoors. You're not trash. But I was also, I was playing against like 65 year olds who were amazing. Oh. Who would, they also were like amazing to the point where they just, it's about, the better you are, the less you have to move. Okay. You just kind of like can... You have that quiet confidence. Yeah, you just kind of lean over and get it exactly where you want and stuff. And then there were these... There were some like 40-something, 50-something dudes who were the hardcore guys. And everyone's a nerd. Like, they're all like... <laughs> well, I've just admitted to liking it, so it's, yeah, it doesn't bode well for the sport. But this, you know, you found out what everybody did. Like, they worked in IT <laughs> or they like, you know, they were retired game designers or uh -huh. whatever they one was an inventor not really um <laughs> but yeah everybody nobody was sort of like yeah i used to work for the military when i got into badminton <laughs> i used to drive tanks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like badminton is the sport for people with an older brother who hit them yeah essentially yeah 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 and not the well i guess my brother older brother kind of did hit me mm. not in a you know not in a call services way right but in a way of being an older brother just dominance. Dominant, yes. That's just like a hierarchy thing. Yeah, what and I mean? deserved it. Oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I you had get, it coming. You give off that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> People should be punching me more often. You're like my, I have this new dog, Tony, that was at my ex-wife's house, and she's like, I can't take him in my new place. We take him. I was like, yeah, Tony's kind of a, he's kind of a lot. <laughs> and I've discovered that Everyone hates Tony. Oh, no. Like every living creature initially kind of oh. hates him. He's great. He's so sweet and he's so loving. But like animals universally just are like, you fucking pussy. They just hate him. He's just like, he is just immediate like new kid at school. Oh, what kind of dog is he? Hey. He's, I don't know. I, <laughs> he's this made, poor animal doesn't have a single person in his life. He doesn't have, he's, okay, so he's probably like, he's part poodle, but he has that kind of wire hair. Okay. You know. Not a pleasant creature. He's cute. And then he's like, oh my God. Like, we, I had a repair guy come by. He's like, what happened to your dog? What? What is wrong with his hair? <laughs> oh no. I was like, nothing happened. That's just, he was just born that way. He's like, but is he okay? I was like. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> what could possibly be happening with the dog's hair that's drawing concern like that? He just kind of looks like he is going through chemo, 
Oh. Or he just got electrocuted. He's like just a, a sickly dog. He's he's sickly and he's not. It's like he's almost like a supermodel in real life. You know, you see supermodels like, oh my god, he looks so weird. And then you take a picture of him, and you're like, <laughs> and wow, just incredible, like another species. Yeah, he has perfect angles, oh. and then he has terrible, terrible angles as well. Oh, I feel terrible for this dog. <laughs> no, he's great. He's very, very happy now. You're taking care of him. I'm taking care of him. But he is literally being harassed by my 16-year-old dog who's wearing a diaper. <laughs> does he get snappy or is he like, does he just fall he's, away? He just like, <laughs> anything. He gets, okay, so we're on the couch. My phone will uh, get a text message and he jumps off the couch oh. in fear because he feels like it's an earthquake. <laughs> Get this uh, dog a badminton uh, racket. Is yeah. that what they're called? A racket? Yeah, they're called a racket. You call it a racket in badminton. Yeah, yeah. What else would we call it? Paddle? Uh, a long paddle. <laughs> Do you own your own uh, racket? Yeah. A Yonix. A I got, Yonix? I got a Yonix. That's a pretty good one. That's the brand? Yeah. Y-O-N-I-X? Y-O-N-E-X. Oh, Yonix. Yeah, Yonix. Was it like a whole deal of like researching or did you just reach for the nearest racket? To be honest, they were wedding gifts. I got, oh, I got a set of like four professional rackets. That's a good wedding gift. It was very good because it was my buddy who got it. I looped him into it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. But he didn't give you the net. So he kind of created a problem for yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Ultimately, not a good wedding gift. Yeah, no. Or he should have coordinated with another friend to get the net. He should have bought me a membership to like a <laughs> badminton club or something. He should have bought you an entire gym, something I, like this. Part of my home, like when I was walking up here, I was eyeing your backyard and I was like, well, it's a little too small. It's too small for badminton it's small, right? but it's nice and flat so I, i'm always i'm always per, like searching for you sort of like have a, a decent sized lawn for yeah. badminton i that's kind of disappointing yeah you don't it's not yours is good for no sport no sport i guess like uh you can do some tumbling here <laughs> i do a lot of backflips back <laughs> back i'm doing aerials i'm just doing some back somersaults <laughs> I don't it. think somersaults should allow, should be allowed to be in the same category as flips and back handsprings. No? Almost anyone can do a somersault. You'd be surprised. It's so clunky. Yeah. It's yeah. not graceful like every other one of those moves. No. No, because it's like it's, you can't jump into it. I mean, if you could do a fast somersault, <laughs> that's cool. But it's scary. That looks scary. Yeah. But most people are like, here I go. Okay. It's very I, much like Tony, how he lives. <laughs> I don't think I could do a somersault at this point. Seriously? I don't think I feel like I would my I would my whole body would just fling against the ground in a way that would not feel good. <laughs> you don't understand how to curl anymore? No, I don't think that to curl up. I would like curl and then immediately just snap back into like <laughs> just rigging. face plant. Yes. <laughs> do you feel like you could do a somersault? I do actually. I think Interesting. I, I do yoga and I think that's oh, kind of Oh, that makes sense. But I don't think I would rec- cover well from it <laughs> or look great doing it no but, one looks good doing a somersault yeah it's a thing for children i did a improv show recently and ended up in an extremely physical scene um and my girlfriend's at the show and she was like i was genuinely like i was worried you're gonna throw your back out what were you doing we were just i was showing my daughter how our family has sex <laughs> so it was a lot of very gymnastic violent type, moves violent like sort of down like push like push-ups that, that turned into leg kicks that turned into <laughs> flips and stuff that sounds extremely dangerous it was very dangerous to hurt yourself in front of a live audience oh my god nothing more humiliating yeah, i know but then you get a lot of pity very quickly yeah 
but it's a bummer. It's hard to recover. Yeah. Like, we'll, just, we'll get them off stage. Talking about it for the rest of their lives. <laughs> First scene, too. You're removed from the community. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible choice. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, none of the... But maybe I could take an adult gymnastics classes. People do that now. I'm seeing a lot yeah. of people on Instagram. Look, I'm proud of myself as an adult. I'm doing gymnastics. Did you do it as a kid? No. Did you? No. I that's th- what I'm saying. Like, I... I in, I think, like, sixth grade, I went to my parents and was like, I think I want to learn to play soccer. And they're like, okay. And at that <laughs> point, everybody had been doing it of for course, years. Of course, it's kindergarten. So I bailed on that. Um, I took, like, one karate class at the Y. Okay. I, yeah, I was the person who eventually, like, for sports, I did uh, cross country okay. and track. Right. So, no hand-eye coordination. It was just, just a faster version of what you do every day. Just running for your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have siblings? I do have a sister. And was she athletic at all? Nah, no, she did volleyball, maybe. Okay. That scares me to death. That's probably yeah. the scariest sport for me. Yeah. That ball broken is just, nose. Yeah, flying from the ceiling, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I could handle it. I mean, I was like, it was insane to me, the idea of like baseball. Oh, like, that for me. Do you see? This thing is hard. Rock hard. And we are throwing it as hard as we can at each other and <laughs> yes. hitting it at each other. And it's going high in the air and then catching it, like building up. Like You have to put your body in its direction to yeah. catch it. I never. I caught everything with like eyes down, glove up. <laughs> it's, a, it's surprising to me there aren't more baseball-related injuries. Or deaths. Yeah, there should be more deaths there in the sport. There should be more deaths. Every season should bring one death. Wonder what in the early days before they got the hard helmets and oh, stuff. Oh, interesting! A and lot they, of crushed skulls. Yeah, there had to be a lot of like oh, to to get one to the oh. to the temple. Oh, good lord! I can't imagine or directly to the eye. Yeah, we should go through the archives and see how many like <laughs> baseball pictures of guys getting taken away on stretchers and <laughs> just these graphic photos. I believe that would happen. Yeah, I will never hit a baseball. I've never hit one before. And I have no reason to hit one now. Have you tried in earnest? Like, did you were like, I'm going to uh, do it? You know, I was like pushed into it in elementary and middle school. Like, yeah. you have to try. Yes. And then there's the horrifying embarrassment. Everyone's yep. looking at you. And you're not capable. You're scared nope. of this ball flying at you. Yeah. You don't know how to hold the bat. You're yeah. holding it like a fool. Everyone else already knows how to hold the bat. <laughs> yeah. It really sets you up for embarrassment in a way that, like, in basketball, you can kind of hide. Nope, not me. You couldn't hide in basketball? Uh, well, I could kind of, but then I, like, as an actor, I really do wish I had some basic sports skills because there have been, a, like, three or four times that I've, they were like, okay, so you're going to be playing basketball in this scene? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you got to get a double because I can't do it. I can't. You'll throw the ball to me. I will just, it'll deflate. <laughs> Everyone will know. Everyone will totally know. Can you dribble a basketball? Barely. Okay. This is making me feel slightly better about myself. I yeah. Can, I think I can do that. I can, I mean, I can, I can stand in one place and do it, uh-huh. but I can't dribble and run. <laughs> I literally, I can't. Shooting, I'm okay at. Okay. Weirdly. So that's half of the, well, like but it's 30% like the, of the battle. Yeah. If I was, if I, if they could post me near the, the, is it called the, the, the goal? The, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, the hole. hole. Yeah. The, 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 pit. the point hole. Um, and then they gave me the ball and I could shoot. I would do okay. But it's the moving up and down the field. Not great. Well, uh, yeah. I, I'm able to basically just not do anything and run around. Yeah. And everyone just doesn't trust me with the ball. So it's just like, let him run. So that's what I did. I mean, it, so you did that in gym class where you just like kind of run on the right. side. and yeah. yeah, just bouncing around. Football is kind of the same thing where 
these people get to do their own thing. But baseball, you're on center stage. Yeah. Everyone's waiting for you to sing a solo. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Not for me. And you never know when the solo is going to come. Right. Or how fast. Like everybody's just like, all right, you're all soloists, but you don't know when. <laughs> Get ready. Terrible sport. And here comes the conductor. <laughs> Do you like to watch baseball? No, I don't. I, don't know. Yeah, no, I like but... to eat a hot dog. Yeah. But... I mean, I've got, when I've gone to the big events, like going to, in live to a live concert, right. baseball concert, <laughs> um, I've liked those. But it's more like getting to chat with friends and there's something going on. Yeah. It's uh, not like a basketball game where you kind of have to focus. Have you ever gone to a hockey game? No, have you? I have. Is that fun to watch or scary? It's confusing. Oh, it's confusing. It's confusing and it's it's something's always happening. It's constantly, <laughs> it's hard to follow the thing. And I didn't understand that there was, that fighting was allowed. Is it actually allowed? It is. Why is that a part of the game? I don't know, but it, <laughs> it is such a, like, it is such an agreed upon barbaric element where like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, these guys will fight each other because I thought I was like, oh, my God, they're fighting. My friend was like, yeah, that's he checked him. So he gets to check him back and then he's going to end up in the box. I was like, why? That's how are they not constantly fighting? I don't know. It should just start with fighting. It just I don't know. It's really crazy. And what ends the fight? Do you have a, is there any rule where they're like, okay, now we should I think stop it just, fighting? I, yeah, he's the, dead. The, I think it's just the referee like it's in there. And he's like, stop. <laughs> That's enough. I've seen enough. I, it's such a, it's, it's, it was so confusing well, to what me. What a bizarre sport. I think I'd, I wouldn't mind watching that once. It feels like a sport that was started by prison wardens <laughs> in like, you know, Maine. Prison wardens with a lot of spare ice skates. Yeah. Just like, all right, give them something. I mean, they might cut us with it, but maybe if they enjoy it enough, they can go do it. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty, it's like a weirdly brutal, but it looked like the, everything you're wearing looks fairly modern or almost like yeah. you could wear to space. Yeah. But it feels like something that was invented by Vikings or something. Yeah. It's very weird. I don't, I can't picture when that could have possibly been invented. Did you ever do soccer? Didn't do soccer, which is one sport that I feel like had my parents put me in it yeah i would have at least been a d plus i think i would have been i think i would have been a b minus maybe i think i would have been good actually i just never and because when i that was one that I would, like there's a certain point in gym class i was like all right i'm gonna try today and i was like oh my god i can do this i can sort of do that <laughs> i couldn't do fancy stuff but sure but you could kick the ball and i would kick it run and up and it, down running down and i felt like most of the kids in my school at least in my school were the soccer players were good eggs they were, like, pretty well-adjusted. They weren't as jockey as the other sports. Yeah. Ours was a mixed bag. Okay. It was pretty, like... Well, then maybe I got lucky. There was Tay-Tay Taylor. <laughs> Taylor was real. And then... Um, he went by Tay-Tay? Tay-Tay. And then there's that guy who's the <laughs> O'Connor... Uh, Connor, who's like crazy pigeon-toed. Oh, interesting. But he was like this amazing athlete. Oh, good for him for overcoming but that. man, he had, I mean, crazy. But he had a bad attitude? Yeah, he was just was like, he was just rich and beautiful and athletic. Oh, right. He and just, Connor is such a soccer name. Oh, my God. Such a Southern name, too. Yeah. Taylor, Connor, <laughs> Edison. Uh, speaking of North Carolina and Charlotte, I yes. uh, visited there a few years ago, and I don't want to say anything bad about the city, but it was... You can't. I... No one I love lives there anymore. It's so. a very sterile place. Would you say that? It is. And it was, it was a, in the, 
probably early 90s, it became a banking epicenter of the East Coast. Right. They were sort of, it was like bridging the financial gap between Atlanta and New York or something. Mm-hmm. And it really like got super sanitized. Yeah, it was an odd experience. Yeah. It's like one of those, there's a lot, that's the thing I kind of like about Southern cities is like, I feel like you can go to a town it's like, wow, there's nothing here and you have to dig a little bit. You know, right, right. That one you had to dig. I mean, I dug and I found the Billy Graham Library, <laughs> which was, have you been there? No. <laughs> Everybody's got to go to this thing. It's dug a, in a weird way. It's really wild. They've got a singing cow. Oh, wow. They've got, I mean, some very scary things. You get to visit his grave. Yeah. The Uber driver taking you there is confused. Why were you in the city? Like, uh, My boyfriend was on tour with, uh, with Les Mis, and so I went to see him there. Oh, okay. And I was trying to entertain myself during the day, and it was either Billy Graham or the NASCAR Museum. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, we'll do the insane Christian stuff. Yeah, and uh, fascinating. Yeah, I wouldn't say plan a trip around it. No, but if you're in Charlotte and you you want to see an animatronic cow sing about Jesus or something, <laughs> it's As worth a, a look. And I think it's free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have my my. I mean, my family is like two, three generations there. Okay, and everyone's passed away, but my. My house was like a mile from where my grandmother's house was. And then her house was, it was across the street from where her great grandmother's general store used to be. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, and then the house, the down at the bottom of our streets was the field that used to be the old dairy field where my dad, my grandfather used to work at the dairy farm wow. and stuff. So that, I like that, like right. that, that kind of like. A legacy and continuity and stuff. To be able to trace your roots back to a general store. I know. What a feeling. Yeah. That's very exciting. But it's not there anymore. Got to have more general stores. I, I don't know. Should. I think it's time to play a game. Oh, all right. Uh, we're going to play a game called Gift Master. I need a number between <laughs> one and ten from you. Okay. Do I give it to you now? Yes. Seven. Okay. I have to do some light calculating to get our game pieces. Okay. So right now you can promote, recommend, do whatever you want with the microphone. I'll be right back. I'm curious if he's pitch this game because I, I could hook him up with a guy now he's out of it now he might but now he does board games <laughs> could you sell a podcast game maybe you could I don't know I've lost interest I might take off just one more minute <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll try to build this net I'll just have the pipes though it's not gonna nothing's gonna hold it up okay oh, what a back. horrible use of the time <laughs> <laughs> Look up Brian online or something. Google his name. Find him on social media. This I thought kind I of padded thing. that pretty well. <laughs> um, I could barely hear you. So God knows oh, what you're okay. doing with the oh, microphone. When you listen back, you're going to be horrified. Give us some gross stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, that will be edited out. Gotcha. Um, this is called Gift Master. I'm going to name three celebrities, mm. three gifts, things you can give away. You're going to tell me which of these gifts you'll give which of the people and why. Oh, okay. Does that make perfect sense? I, I hope I know the celebrities. I think you'll know the celebrities. Okay. There's one in here that I barely, I can like picture a silhouette and the hair color probably. Okay. Oh, and I should tell the listener, you can buy this game on the internet. <laughs> Google the podcast. I don't know where it is. Um, oh, you can't. Okay. Then when you listen back, I was going to, I was going to p- connect you with my, my ex-brother-in-law oh, for you're pitching the game, but now yeah, you're, you're way out of it. Yeah, get together. Yeah, yeah. I'm one step ahead of him. You I've already got a card his game. retirement of failure. <laughs> um, okay, so Jeff Bezos. Oh, I, didn't, I haven't told you these yet. But the gifts? Uh, the, anything. I can give Jeff Bezos to somebody? 
No. I would love to give him to Elon Musk. Do you know what? <laughs> and watch them eat each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, the three celebrities are Jeff Bezos. Sure. Ashley Tisdale. This is the one that I'm I'm like, I think this is a blonde celebrity. Yeah. Uh, and Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. So you can, you know, at least two of those people. Good and range. I know the name Ashley Tisdale. Is that what we pronounce Tisdale. it? Yeah. It could be Ashley Tisdale. She's a major talent. <laughs> A major player. <laughs> Ashley is never going to come on this podcast. <laughs> Ashley, I'm begging. Forgive me. Okay, those are the celebrities. These are the gifts you'll be giving. Number one is an experience, a night they'll never forget. It's a nice experience to that's give them. it? Wait, that's the gift? <laughs> yes, that's the gift you'll be giving them. That could go, that could be anything. That could be, you're going to get kidnapped. <laughs> you're going to be drowned for a little bit, but just to the point of death. Um <laughs> So, okay, so that's of my choosing. Yes, that is of your choosing. Absolutely. Go crazy. This is a listener suggestion. Somebody named Savannah wrote in and suggested beans, loose or wet. Are loose beans like dry beans? I would assume so. And I was thinking there's not coffee beans. Yeah, I guess that's any type of of bean you want. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of uh, room to play here. And then number three is night vision. That you are giving the person the ability to have night vision? <laughs> Again, we know there is a product called night vision, a piece of technology you could have. Oh, okay. But there's also a supernatural skill you could have, so it's really up to you. Okay. I'm going to go with the technology, which I just think is probably like 1999 <laughs> Amazon glasses from, the, you know, made in China <laughs> that sort of just have like lights on them. <laughs> um, okay. So what will you be giving to who and why? Well, Jeff Bezos, I'm going to give the night to remember. Okay. Because I, I'm going to plan the night, <laughs> and it's going to be sadistic. <laughs> and hopefully he will learn that billionaires need to sort of like pitch in a little bit. I almost feel like he's probably reached the level of numbness of a billionaire that he would love that. Yeah, he probably would. I mean, it would be like, he's like, ooh, I love the movie The Game. Is it like that? <laughs> I want more of that in my life. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that could could be a perfect gift. Yeah, and yeah. it allows you a little satisfaction. Yeah, hopefully gonna, leaves him I with mean, some. Yeah, I mean, I was going to book him on this submersible event, but <laughs> that company is no longer. Um, You're starting your own submersible company, and you don't need a <laughs> Seems license. Pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> you need a video game control and like. Oh my a, god, so fascinating. Yes. Um, uh, a bag of wet beans. Mm-hmm. Okay, wet. Yeah, bag of wet beans <laughs> to Whoopi Goldberg because what? I think she would think that is maybe funny. <laughs> I bet she would be behind that. Yeah, and also it's like a handy snack. And I think it would be literally like a can, like a jumbo from Costco, like big baked beans poured into a paper bag <laughs> and then handed over as it's like sopping and dripping. The bag is disintegrated. <laughs> totally. She has like she has like 30 seconds to, to put spoon. it in something else <laughs> quickly. And then the night vision, just going to give to Ashley because... Uh, maybe she can wear them on stage if she goes on stage. We don't really know. <laughs> on at least, does Ashley do stage work? Do you have any idea? I mean, I know her from her incredible work on High School Musical. So. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. I was going to say she was like a Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it's a, yeah, it's okay. a Disney. Yeah, I was yeah. picturing somebody very blonde and... Yeah, that's correct, okay. yes. Yeah. But she, she's like dirty blonde and then she super blonded herself, right? I'm assuming, She yeah. went platinum. Yeah. Does she have okay. a sister... I feel like Sherry. I feel like they're yeah, Sherry, Marcy Tisdale. <laughs> Marcy Tisdale's a very there's gotta be at least one other Shauna. Jennifer Tisdale. And Jennifer Tisdale. Oh, Jennifer. Is she, is Let's she, boost her. Has she made a go of it? 
says an American actress and singer um, was in Bring It On, In It to Win It. Okay. okay. Everybody put her name into IMDb. Let's get her star rating up. Yeah. Make her part of the game next time. <laughs> Let's um, play, yeah. What was her name? Jennifer Tisdale? Jennifer Tisdale. That doesn't sound like as much fun. But that one I'm just going to send to her like with no <laughs> no return address, no information. <laughs> That's a scary gift to get in the yeah. mail. It's like, <laughs> be prepared for what's coming for you. <laughs> good night. I'm just going to have a, a note there that says good night. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. <laughs> Um, perfectly played. Yeah, thanks. Thoughtful. Thoughtful. Those people are going to appreciate. Not at all. There's nothing scary about anything there. Yeah. And Whoopi walks away with a giant bag of beans. Probably never gotten it. No. I mean, I think, I mean, that for people like that, like you said, it's like for them to get anything that they haven't gotten before is probably like super thrilling. Yeah. I really feel like getting uh, the ultra wealthy gifts, you just have to inconvenience them. That's the gift you've, yeah. The only thing they don't get anymore. Well, it's probably, and I bet they get off on something that is super thrifty. You know, like I feel like that kind of. Oh, I haven't seen one of these in years since I was drinking out of the gutter. (laughs) Kind of (laughs) like coupons. You just give them some coupons. They probably get really excited. (laughs) I bet Rich people give each other coupons all the time as a gag gift i just that laugh about how poor I feel everyone like, else i feel is. like billionaires are inherently like um what's the what is the term if you're really thrifty if you're really like money oh, pinching uh, frugal 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 Ooh, i think that's one brain. of the things you have to be as a boy scout i should have remembered that frugality is one, I feel of, like one the, of the badges like you get nine no they're like nine qualities or something and frugal is one of frugality judgmental <laughs> Just a bunch of horrible. <laughs> well, but there's a difference between frugal and cheapness. Frugal, uh, oh yeah, you're like smart about using money. Yeah, and then there's cheapness. Cheapness is which the, is you just let it. You know, you don't spend money on anything. That's like money hoarding. Money hoarding. Yeah, it speaks to uh, childhood trauma, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we're talking about me here, essentially. <laughs> uh, absolutely terrified to spend $5. And that is why you made a podcast where you get free things. <laughs> I'm selling these things. These pipes, I, I mean, I could sell them individually together. I could m- make a piece of art. I will earn thousands off of them. I was about to put this on like next door and say, who wants a net thing? And then I would have just given them a bag of pipes because I didn't know. I forgot that the net wasn't in there until you started pulling things out. And I was like, oh, right. The net fell apart. And then you would have seen on what's the other app, the uh, probably on next door, somebody getting beaten with one of these. uh, Someone attacked with pipe. Yeah. So this, you probably brought them to the safest place they could possibly be. Actually, what I'd like you to do, it's see how long, because there are a bunch of, I think you can just make one really long pipe. (laughs) out of this because they all they all have like a hole at one end and then like the little clicky thing at the other i'm absolutely going to do that and i'm going to reach for something <laughs> just erect it in your backyard <laughs> a sculpture he gave me a sculpture <laughs> yeah i'm gonna I will, i'll make good use of those cool. it's a perfect gift love it um this is the final segment of the podcast great it's called i said no emails people write into i said no gifts at gmail.com mm-hmm. nobody asked them to they're sending emails they have problems the listeners have situations in their lives. I'm not proud of the listener base. Most of these people, their lives are just dirt at this point. They're, wow. you know, they're begging for answers. Oh, and so I try to help. With great sympathy. It With, seems. <laughs> you know, I have a big heart. Yeah. And I, you know, I try to spread I, for these garbage people. Yeah. These emotional lepers that yeah. you like deem to walk amongst. Uh, so they write in with the problems. Will you help me answer a question? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's walking away. <laughs> Again, I am pissed off. 
<laughs> okay, well, I'm just assuming here you're going to help me. Yeah. Beth has written in. Oh, th- I'm answering this backwards. That's an interesting thing for me to do, Annalise. Answering I'm out back. of my mind. I'm reading the email backwards. Let's read it forwards. Hello, Bridger and guest. My husband's birthday is coming up, and I've absolutely no idea what to get him. Should I divorce him? <laughs> yes. Yes. Get out of there. Uh, he is turning 59, and his interests are working out, mm. cleaning, mostly just the kitchen, household floors, and his car. Feel a bit of resentment there. Wow. And drinking good bourbon and wine. Uh, we've been married over 23 years, and I feel like it's all been done before as far as gift giving goes. He sounds depressed. <laughs> <laughs> if his hobbies are working out, cleaning, and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Probably all at once. <laughs> Just like that's the cycle of the day. He gets drunk, puts on some ankle weights, and mops the Manically, floor. Manically, <laughs> like, cleans the, you know, like, hoses down the, the driveway and drinks. <laughs> uh, but do you have any suggestions for me? Warm regards. And we already know it's Beth. Yes. Beth is in a marriage that has been on the rocks for years <laughs> uh she resents this guy for only doing some of the stuff around the house jeez oh, she didn't even say like how he works out like that could be anything like does right. he work out with we ha- we have to assume that he is just built to hell you know yes. he's he this is a uh guy that's on stage flexing right uh what is that called bodybuilding Body, yeah bodybuilder competitive bodybuilding competitive building Compotity uh, he's drunk on stage. Yes. Uh, so tan. So she just needs a gift idea for him? She needs a gift idea, and she's tired of thinking about him, so she's offloaded the idea on a podcast. Mm. 23 years, so they've been giving each other things. You know, bourbon and wine. It's hard to say. What do you do when your interests are cleaning? Clean. I know. I was like... I feel it, like... I mean, I, I fell asleep at that one, and then I woke myself back <laughs> up to find out what the last one was. I feel like one thing she could give him is she goes missing for a few days. There's some excitement. There's some excitement. I was going to say st- stage a a mess. Like, uh, oh, interesting. Like ruin the house. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know if, it, you know, she just like, she can go the, the sort of like poopy route, or she can just do a bloodstain thing, or a, you know, a red wine party on the white rug, but like really give him that cleaning. That he Animals loves. everywhere. Yeah. Just, yeah, I just put it, do a Craigslist ad, just say like wild party, this address, let whoever shows up go crazy, and then he has to clean it up. Or speaking of Craigslist, free dog care. Free dog care? Yeah, she offers free dog care for a week. Or oh. She sends him on vacation, so gotcha. that's part of the, the treat. She's yeah. like, go away for the weekend. Yeah, treat yeah. yourself to uh, some working outs elsewhere. Yes. While he's away, she offers free dog care. Mm-hmm. People are bringing their dogs. Yep. The dogs are just messing up the house in every direction. How about free elderly dog care? Oh, interesting. That's I mean, that'll get the job done very fast. Yeah, and then you could just put the asterisk incontinence welcome, you know, <laughs> leakage. Encourage. <laughs> Encourage. Um, and then he comes back to this absolute mess, and Beth can hit the road. Yeah. She says, I want out. <laughs> Enjoy the house. You're going to love the little project I left you. Uh I think we've answered that question perfectly. I feel like it's going to kick it up a notch, though, for them. <laughs> you think that that's going to bring a new spark? A whole new spark. <laughs> like, she doesn't know. He doesn't know what she's going to arrange, but he knows it's going to get messy. <laughs> and there are going to be animals involved. Ooh, so messy. <laughs> well, then Beth is probably going to be writing in 23 years from now with another question. Yeah. Because she'll still be in this rock-solid marriage. 
And so he's 59. That'll make him 82. 82. And his hobbies will be still drinking. He's going to be um, fitter than ever. No, he's going to be watching workout videos. <laughs> and then he likes to he likes to buff his wheelchair. <laughs> well, we'll have to. We've got 23 years to think about his next yeah, gift. Yeah, yeah. Beth, I'm so glad that she wrote in. It's very very trusting of her yeah and uh hopefully she just moves forward with that plan otherwise yeah. i don't know what to tell her because she's obviously reached her last resort i'm deleting the email goodbye beth it is funny the and i'm not ashamed of at first i had some judgment of it but i'm like you know what my friend put it in the terms like why leave cheddar on the table but i'm doing cameos now oh you're doing see this is what you need to promote yeah so i am on cameo okay this and is... i actually really enjoy it for the most part right um, there have been some insane ones. What have like what have been the worst ones you've had to do? The most challenging ones have been someone who was who had gotten out of rehab for heroin addiction, okay. relapsed, was having a really hard time, and I was to give them a pep talk. Oh, and they <laughs> what? And I think there might have been some like a, some suicidal attempts. Oh no! Like it was loaded. There was a lot going on. And there. they're putting that weight on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they had been, and they had done a lot of like uh, step work through like Alcoholics Anonymous and stuff and uh, NA. So yeah, I did it. And I do voices for uh, uh, Bob's Burgers. Right. So I do a character on there. So I just spoke to them in that voice. Right. But got really like dark. <laughs> and they said it was perfect. Oh. Wow. <laughs> but it was like, it was like, oh. it was riding the line where they would have been like, oh my God, what the hell did you just do? But then there's another one that I'd rejected where they're like, somebody was being, um, had cheated on his girlfriend, what was just trying to get her back. Would I do something funny to get her back? Oh, no. And I just said like, I don't want to no, I don't want any part of this, man. <laughs> that is such a crazy thing to turn to. Yeah. What is happening? But the thing I was going to say to me, you think of is like people when they say, hey, will you wish so-and-so a birthday or will you give them a pep talk? They give like very minimal information. And so they're just like, just talk to the stranger. Just invent things. Yeah, just speculate on what you think they're going through and what you should say to them. It feels like it's only going to make the situation worse. I know. And so like with this, you're like, okay, well, this is the summation of your husband. So <laughs> we have three elements that are like the totality of who he is and what makes him happy. Right. Wow. Well, a cameo, yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah. Have you do? I've never done it. I've, yeah. uh, it scares me in that way of like... What if I, I think I would immediately be like, oh, I don't want to say that. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you about that. It's very weird. It's, it, it definitely ventures into the uncomfortable, like I like performing, but I don't like performing as myself sometimes. Right. Or I don't like, I don't like presenting myself as like, you know me from this. <laughs> uh, Cause I feel like that's like a shoe salesman being like, hey, you know me from Silent Shoes. I'm like, I don't care. But, <laughs> but you should take advantage. I totally, that, and my, my friend is like, who said that catchy phrase, don't leave cheddar on the table. For whatever reason, I was like, you're right. Of course. The entertainment industry is in shambles. Yeah. And it was offered during pandemic. And I had my own feelings of like, oh God, is this like, is this the nail in the coffin? Like, oh yeah. And then I went on there and looked and I was like, oh my God, everyone. Everybody's on there. Everyone's on there. And they're charging $900 to just, you know. Fran Drescher's on there. She our, is. Our union leader. Our union leader. She'll charge $400 to talk in that high-pitched, whiny voice and show her, her like her black and white living room. What does she need $400 for? I don't know, man. <laughs> what is, what, and 
What I'm way? not getting enough residuals. I know your future generation, this generation is not going to get them, but I got mine. She must have a fire hose of money coming in from the cameos. She must just like pound yeah. them out in a day. Yeah. It's like doing those radio spots for musicians where they're like smooth 88.3 right, right. dime Britney Spears or whatever. Yeah, totally. And then if you look at, if you go through and look through it, thousands of people I don't know. Thousands of people who are famous for, I don't know why. Right. Like everyone is famous for something vague now. <laughs> I mean, my boyfriend had, uh, he sent his mom a uh, soap star mm. named like Muscles or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's probably 80 years old now, but he's always Vic in muscles? a tank top. Yeah, yeah, something like this. And he uh, sent a cameo and she loved it. Yeah. I would have never, I mean, that means literally nothing to me. I know. But other people, she's been watching him on Days of Our Lives or whatever for I know. 50 years. Yeah. I'd have her cameo. Yeah. So Listen, anyway, look up, up Brian on cameo. cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I will be more enthusiastic about it. But I, but the ones that are cool are actually cool. Like when you get feedback and you can tell the person's not crazy or, you know, I don't know. Or they appreciate it. And they appreciate like, it. Like, oh, that's a normal person who likes me. Yeah. And there was one that was like, they were having, they just said like, they're just kind of bummed out and depressed. And if you just said something funny and then that oh, person nice. wrote back and you're like, you know what? It actually helped me. So that's like, very nice. So I am a wonderful person. You're doing a lot of services. I am really changing the world. Well, I mean, speaking of changing the world, I now have 14 metal pipes. You have a backyard sculpture that you will be creating. Well, yes, I will be creating a very long straw or something. Mm -hmm. And then you've got a, a tote bag for your all your rifles. <laughs> I'm ready to go hunting. Ready to go hunting. Yeah, so look for me in the forest. Look for me in the <laughs> woods. And you'll you'll be able to see my structure from space, I yeah. imagine, or at least a low-flying helicopter. Do you ever re-gift the gifts? I haven't yet. Really? I have, I'm have. i gathering garbage right and left. <laughs> <laughs> the hope is to start doing live shows where occasionally we give things away. Yeah. Which it's maybe a bad idea to start a live show to get rid of things. Yeah. But it feels like it would be a fun part of the show of, oh, look, here's something. I'm going to, if I know your next guest, I'm going to suggest a wet bag of beans. <laughs> <laughs> I will, that, you know, lawyers will become involved. <laughs> something I'll have, I will destroy that person in some way. I'll undermine them. Sure. Uh, well, thank you for being here. I've had Thanks such a great having. time. This is a delight. Listener, the podcast is over. You're flying to Cameo, you're Googling <laughs> Brian, you're doing whatever you want. I'm, I'm not going to push you around. You know, I'm going to release my control over you because the podcast is over. Go do whatever you want. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Liana Squillacci. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kottner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey? Thank you.
Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!